for my LA sisters. Got the spot open up one time. I found patience is a virtue. One and out guy. When push came to shove. One what? One love. One love. One love. One love. One love. One love. This is. Day One Lifestyle Friends, the podcast, episode 36, the Jerome Bettis episode, Muff. Rumbling, stumbling, bumbling. Oh, bumbling, oh, oh, stumbling. As always, I'm here with my main man, Muff, Stevie Wonder Farrell. You got so many nicknames, man. What are we going to call you today? You can call me... Uh, CEO of the ROC. Allow me to oh. reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. If you're a new listener, we appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. Mm-hmm. As always, this is episode 36. And, and Muff, since you started with the Jay Z, oh. Jay Z was in Pittsburgh the other day, and I messed up not getting to see Ho. You know, I should have. I should have went to the <laughs> game. Yeah, I should have went to the game. But then I couldn't get myself to buy a $75. Ticket for standing room Eat to watch pit. the Duke Blue Devils basically annihilate the Pitt Panthers. So I didn't get to see Jay Z, didn't get to see him, I didn't get to see Zion, but Pitt. Yeah, I'm talking about that team. Pitt. I'm going there. You talking about? Don't don't be mad at me though, because I wanted to see Zion, and plus I didn't know that Jay Z was going to be there. Um, I guess we can. You we might as well talk about it while we're here. Uh, Zion, he started off a perfect 10 for 10 from the field then he went for he went for 25 points now muff me and you both know that jay-z was not there to watch Pitt. no he we wasn't know, we know he was there for that guy's eye on also for rj barrett this was a business move he was with his his guy his business partner juan og perez who is co-owner of the 4040 club nyc and rock nation sports um you know Jay-Z was already putting his name in there early. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he has much to do, though, because Zion's already said that it's his favorite rapper. We'll see next year. Zion will definitely be a part of Rock Nation. But big fact. What Dolph said, he said, about to go get some money or go spend some money. You know Jay-Z wasn't going to pit for that. He's going to check up another bag. It was pretty cool, though, to see Jay-Z sitting courtside at the pit game. But, Muff, do you think that if Zion does make this Rock Nation move, hypothetically, we'll mm-hmm. say, and like I said, maybe R.J. Barrett will too. Both of them will be a top three, top five picks. But do you think that Hoove will also try to get them to sign to Puma since he's now affiliated with Puma? It would only be right that you get that connection. Um, I feel like if you're dipping in, you know, two different pots. Bro, what are you talking about, like you're, man? You're splitting your, splitting your time, splitting your attention. So he figured if we're going to be here, we might as well get bread and all of it. That's the way I would see it. I won't come at him for being a business guy, but me... Now, granted, me and you don't have to worry about this because we're not going to be in the NBA. We are all-stars at the rec back in the day. I'm still growing. We, we still got a chance, maybe. But, Muff, do you think if you did get to the league, would you take a Puma deal? I mean, it really just depends on the situation, you know? Like, it's really the, the best deal. I don't, I, don't, I don't know their negotiations. I ain't, been in them type of, I ain't been in that room. So, I don't know, you know, what type of negotiations they come with. Um, but me personally, I probably would, I would probably go with Nike just because I like Nike. Like I wear Nike, um, but something like that, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think I would go with Puma personally. They're they're more so like a lifestyle brand to me. Okay, here we go. Would you go to Puma if they were going to give you a signature shoe, or Nike just wanted to sign you for the same amount of money, but you're never going to get a signature shoe? Which deal are you going to do? Well, then I would I would go with the one where I'm doing my signature shoe because then I can brand that how I want to and you know what I mean I can I can sauce it up. I can sauce it up, you know? Yeah, I like it. I like it Muff. We will uh get more talk with Zion. As I said, the Duke Blue Devils, they came off a big win against Virginia, then came to Pitt, smoked them. They're playing really good. Um we'll talk a little bit more college basketball here soon. You went to school in Western Virginia. <laughs> if you haven't listened, me and Muff both went and attended West Virginia University where we graduated. Is that Western Virginia? And then we started the podcast. Been at it for a couple years, so thank you to all the new listeners. If you're an old listener, we appreciate you hearing us say that all the time. Let's get back, though, Muff. As we said, it is episode 36. It's a weird number, man. I feel like 
you know, no one used to want to be number 37, 38, 36 back in the day. Maybe 30, 33. But besides that, it's, you know, I can't wait till we get the 50. Really 20s and below. 20s and below or 80s up. You know what I mean? If you're a wide receiver. Yeah. Um, I guess if you're a lineman, you had to wear a certain number. But even basketball, baseball, no one wanted to wear, like I said, in the, the random 30 numbers, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's where we're at right now with our podcast. Nah, it's so, it's, it is so true, though. It's like, really, no number is significant until someone makes it significant, if that makes, like, if that makes sense. Like, every number was just a number until, like, three was just three until AI wore it. 23 was just 23 before Jordan wore it, you know? So it's like, all these numbers is, is just significant because of the person that brought it to life, you know? Well, I, I guess you could kind of say that's kind of like age because... Like 18, you can you can be legal to do stuff. 21, mm-hmm. I mean, granted, people was drinking and stuff before that, but you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. like that age. After that, it's like, what's 23, 24? Like, what, where we're at now? What is that? That's nothing. You know what I'm saying? Until you hit we're that in a great, dirty We're in the upside down right now. Once you hit that dirty 30, then it's another thing. Yeah, I... Am I right? And then it's 50, <laughs> and then you're over the hill. Like, there's like certain, there's certain numbers that are like prestige, I feel like, that are age, or like you said, um because the athlete made him nice yeah no nah, somebody somebody tweeted somebody tweeted the other day they was like uh if you you once you hit 21 you're 21 anytime between that and 25 you're still 21 and anytime you hit 25 you're 25 anything between there you just 30 so i'm just like yeah that's so true essentially that's so, true. so that's what i'm saying we gotta bust we're gonna bust out 10 episodes this week just to get to 50 but but no yeah. we're recording every week as we said before we're lining up a lot of guests. We got a lot of good people. We got a lot of good friends that do good stuff too. Um, but we're just we're just making sure it's the right time, and uh, you'll you'll be getting some guests soon. Don't worry about that. And as I said, we will be earlier in the week. Me and Muff's working on that. We both got some schedules that we're working around right now. But we're giving you a pod every week, so we're gonna be hitting that 50 here sooner than later. As I said, it is episode 36. We are getting a little bit older though, Muff. Did you get to see? that why are you flexing every <laughs> no i was looking at myself i was getting sidetracked no. <laughs> i was getting sidetracked uh-huh. mariana rivera edgar martinez roy holiday all three of them got inducted into the baseball hall of fame we grew up watching those guys i know you're a red yeah. Sox guy i had to bring that up too because you still ain't got a, a uh, just because you're flexing i didn't see no red Sox tattoo. you better <laughs> no, get it's that on my shit leg soon. it's on Stop my playing. leg no i'm Stop gonna get it on playing. my leg i'm gonna get it on my leg i'm gonna bring it out in the summertime but are you happy to see those guys finally get inducted? Seeing a lot of players that we grew up on finally get inducted. Yeah, man, it's it's good seeing this, but it, damn, it makes you really feel old though. Like, wow, like, I was really like just watching that joint, which makes you really realize like time isn't like really real. Yeah, I mean, which is another conversation. Rivera, I feel like I feel like he he literally closed every game, and that's when the Yankees were unstoppable. That's when you hated the Yankees if you weren't a Yankees fan, and if you were a Yankees fan, life was pretty good for you. Yeah, Yankees fans back then were obnoxious. Let me ask you something. But, I mean, then again, it's like, but they was winning, though. They had the right. You could talk when you're winning. Yeah, yeah they, were, they were talking shit, but they, they were doing their thing. Do you think that Barry Bonds and other players that were surrounded with the steroid era, do you think that they should finally get in sooner or later? Or? Yeah, they were smacking them joints, dog. Like, there's, like, I don't even care, like, they should damn near make a whole league for people who use steroids. <laughs> and just, just to see how far they can hit that joint. Like, real talk. But, like, out, but out, but outside of that, man, like, bruh, there's skill. Bruh. That was pure skill. He was doing that before he hit the steroids. And it's not like he was going crazy. His ass was just getting pudgier. I like your idea that let's do metal bats, steroids allowed. This is a separate league. And everyone sits just up in the third stance behind the... So, so the outfield just open. Everyone just yeah. tees off. All right, so look. So look. So look. Here, here, here's how you do this league, right? Make the bases 110 feet. So give it an extra 20 feet, right? So you got to run a little bit farther. Make the fences all 550 rather than like the deep center 400. And make the corners like probably like 380, something like that. So you move everybody else back so they're not getting smacked. Keep the mound in the same place. But put an L screen up there. And just make like a, a all-out league. You know how they used to do the uh, the, what's it what's it called the uh, slam ball yeah. with the trampolines in the ground? Why you can't make no extreme league like that for baseball? But look, make the parking you lot know? out in the outfield and make it free parking. So if you want to take the risk, you park out in the outfield. Yeah, yeah. 
See, look, we're getting ideas sparking, man. Somebody need to uh, get this idea coined but up. But you, you do, do you do want them to get in the league. I'm, I'm kind of hesitant about it. Like, I know what you're saying. Barry Bonds was nice before he supposedly took the PEDs and all that. Like, don't get it wrong. He was nice. But at the same time, I mean, does that kind of take away from other people that have been clean the whole time? Do you feel like or no? Like, do you consider that cheating? You're a baseball player. You played for WVU. You played Division One baseball. I mean, I... I personally would would never like, do any up, any any extra any extra stuff like that, right? I personally would never do do nothing like that. But Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, like they were having Hall of Fame careers before they did any of that stuff, right? Yep. So anybody that's that's just doing what they got to do, you know, I mean, if you smack a home runs 30, 40 a, a year and you're clean, I feel like you should be at the front of the line to get inducted. But at the end of the day, bro, he hit like sixty in a year. Like, come on, 73, man. Seventy three. Yeah, seventy three, bro. Like, come on. So I guess what I'm what I'm hearing you say is that they should get inducted sooner or later. But you're you're okay with it taking some time. Yeah, I'm okay with it taking some time, but don't let the fact that what he did for that short stint. Well, I don't even know how long it was, but for that stint, <laughs> you you could you could you could honestly uh, you could you could honestly right erase. When they when they when they started catching him or started seeing that he was taking these uh, PEDs and steroids and stuff, if you even erase from when he started to moving forward, he still has a Hall of Fame career. All right, Muff. I I, I think your inside secret of maybe his trainer, because you know when he when he started and when he stopped. <laughs> that's for another place at another time. I think he'll get inducted as those other guys will, but I do think it'll take some time because. As we said, it's just something that people don't like cheaters. But again, as you said, they did have some very successful careers. So that's it's true. just like Pete Rose too with the gambling thing. But I think his is, is a little bit yeah. different. That's why that's why they hated the Patriots with the uh the what the Flate Gate, uh, whatever yeah, it was yeah. called. Hey the Patriot Patriots not you know what? Let's talk NFL real quick. I think everyone knows what happened this past week. There was some dicey calls. And we're not going into <laughs> it neither. But this is going to be a short stint right Sean here. Payne, I told you, you guys shouldn't have been mocking Meek Mill and the Eagles. You guys had a nice thing. <laughs> I thought that was karma. No, it was because Drake put us at the bottom of his hoodie, no. man. You guys were mocking Meek Mill and the Eagles. You had the this the, the beanies over top, the, the scarf. I can't even think what they're called right now. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, because I ain't listening no listen more. It's because Drake put us at the bottom of his hoodie. You notice, and they put it on Twitter too. You notice they they uh they lost in order. So next up is the Patriots. They're losing in the Super Bowl. You went against the last time, which was a dumb mistake, but I'm going to go against them this one time. I did. I'm going to go against them this time. But it's because of that Let hoodie. Me cut you some and I don't care what that Let me cut you right, some right, slack real quick. Go ahead. Bro. That call. They done got me fired up about this I game. Know, anyone that knows me knows that I do not go in on the refs. I've been a ref uh, for little league. I think it's hilarious. You know me. I'm pretty. I'm pretty calm. I'm pretty collected. So I don't argue with people really. <laughs> but I do understand that people, especially that, they take that more serious than this NFL game. But I do think refs have to be accountable. And that call was probably the worst call that I've seen in a in an NFL game in my in my life. In, in the Saints game. I mean, he clearly hit him helmet to helmet. I mean, he tackled him. Before the ball even got there. That was terrible. Now, that does I will say this. The Rams still played a great game coming, coming down 13-0. They came back and won the game. Nothing away from them. But it does take away from the league a little bit. And then you go into the Patriots game against the Chiefs. And granted, you're right. I did bet against the Patriots again like a dummy. But I'm not going to take nothing away from Tom Brady. He went down the field three third down conversions at the end of the game to seal the deal but at the same time there were so many questionable calls in that game too and it takes away from the experience of the fans with that said both games were very good but muff i do think they should change the rule to the overtime though even if a team scores a touchdown the other team should get a chance to score a touchdown because we were robbed of not seeing patrick mahomes and tom brady get an, get, get a series against each other there in the ot they, they, that's just, and that's the one thing that college does right. And correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, they college, do, they, I like it. They, they, they give each team, they put them on what, the 30 or the 40, right? 25, 25. 20, yeah, 25. <laughs> but I, I think, I think for, all right, so for the NFL, move them back, put them on the 30 or the 40. Just like the, you know, from college to the NBA, you got the further back, you know, uh, uh, three, uh, three point line. Yeah. So put them on the 30 or the 40 and give them both a chance to score and just keep going back and forth. And after three times, I'd be okay with doing sudden death. 
But well, if you yeah, don't you even give them an opportunity. Yeah, because, you know, you think about it, what? It was like three or four years ago when um, the Packers, they didn't even give um, Aaron Rodgers a chance to go back downfield. And, you know, he was MVP candidate that year. Yeah, and that's what that's what Mahomes. I think Mahomes is going to win the MVP, uh, as he should this year. He had a he had a great game. They started off slow, don't get me wrong, but he had a great game. Well, that's your home. <laughs> nah, but I oh, I do think that, that again, the, the, it, it just came down to a coin flip. And at the end of the day, tails never fails. But the Patriots won it with heads, man. So as we said, this upcoming week we're going to have an awesome show. We are going to have a guest on that, and it's going to be really fun. A lot of food talk, a lot of Super Bowl props. So let's go. We're not going to go too into depth on the NFL this week, but we're, we are going to have some things next week. And let's go Rams for now. Let's hop back into the hoop talk, Muff. As we said, we talked a little bit about Duke. We talked about Zion. We talked about Jay Hove being at the game in Pittsburgh. Um, as I said, they they're they're playing really good with Trey Jones out right now. Another team though that our beloved Mountaineers are facing this weekend is the number one team in the country, and that would be Tennessee. Tennessee Whoa, survived what? a scare in overtime against Vandy, a tough in-state matchup. But Tennessee right now, like I said, they're number one. West Virginia, well, we had that nice we're, win we're gonna Kansas. we're gonna whoop them. <laughs> we're gonna whoop them, but we're gonna lose to somebody that we should we should whoop. Okay, so that's kind of what happened, didn't it? We played mm-hmm. Kansas, got the win, first win in the Big 12 Conference, and then we lost a, a 9 o'clock late night game because of television. We played um, against Baylor. Baylor played us tough, and Martin for them had about 25. We took the L. We started off slow, couldn't get easy layups. And the one big thing I guess I took out of that at the end was we did have Press Virginia, the first sight of Press Virginia I saw in a long time, but it was just a little bit too late. Um, how do you feel about this matchup against Tennessee this week? Honestly, I I genuinely in my heart feel like we're gonna whoop them, like <laughs> because we all we always play up. Like whenever we got like the the biggest challenge, we always play up. But then I feel like we just kind of coast, and I, that's why I, like I like no joke. Like you might think I'm joking, like bro, like no joke. I think we're gonna whoop them. Whoop them on the road. Like whoop them, like fifteen by fifteen. I'll have whatever you're having, man. I'm dead serious, bro. Like, look at the history. Look at the history. We play up a lot of times. My thing is, them off on the road is so much different in college hoops than than playing at home. You got, as I said, kids that are a lot younger than us, 18 year olds on the on the road. You got people sleeping at hotels, whatever. You don't know how much sleep people get, whatever they're doing. Uh, travel, jet lag, whatever. I I, I like how we played Kansas at home. You know what I'm saying? I, I like matchups at home compared to away. I think it'll be closer than people expect. I'm not going to call the upset like you are, but I think we'll play them tougher than people will think we actually will play them. I don't know if the spread has came out yet. It's part of the Big 12 SEC um, matchup this Saturday. So depending on when you're listening, and you might hear it after, but basically Kansas playing Kentucky. I mean, the whole conferences are playing each other. So it'll be a fun day of basketball. Um, with that coming up. Besides that, though, Hoops. Uh, I did want to say Jermaine Haley has been a bright spot for the Mountaineers. He had the game-winning layup against Kansas. He was playing aggressive all game. And then against Baylor, I mean, he played very well, too. He takes care of the ball. Uh, do you have that Do you have that stat, Muff, with the, with the Big 12 that you were telling me about? It was – who posted it? Me and Muff were talking about this earlier. Uh, someone had an update, basically, of – the big 12 all around statistics from team from front to back and i believe we were last in assist percentage and three point uh shooting percentage right so is is wins is rankings it is efficiency which is points per possession it was effective field goal percentage um well don't be po- naming everything we're lasting come on now but it is it's opportunity to learn you can't just look look what Kobe said, man. Listen listen what Kobe said, man. <laughs> Kobe, you don't Kobe you don't knowledge. run from the losses. You study the losses. You find out what you did in those losses. And that's what makes you better. That's what makes you grow. The three the three things that I'm seeing besides being last in the rankings, the wins, all that, is as I said, three point percentage, our foul shooting percentage, and our assist percentage, and I guess the fourth one, our steal percentage. That, that game against Baylor, that was the first game that I saw Press Virginia semi-back. The second half, it was a little bit too late. 
well, well, all in all, all in all, it's all in all, it's efficiency. So, like, when you look at, um, when you look at, give me, give me, give me one second. When you look at the offensive rebounding percentage, right? It means we're shooting a lot, we're getting boards, but we're not being efficient. It means we're not making buckets. Right. We ain't getting buckets. Hug said that we're missing we too need many buckets. easy layups. Easy layups right next to the bunnies. We're, we're not. We're just not being consistent on that and you know everyone says the foul shot's the easiest shot in the game but if you're two feet away from the basket i mean that's an easy shot right that that's that's why centers have the best percentage in the nba usually like deandre jordan he can't shoot he he, he makes houses with bricks but he's right next to the bucket he's getting a lot of dunks so like anytime we're close to the hoop we got to connect on that <laughs> but um yeah, like I said, it, it was good to see Haley play well. Brandon Napper, who I, I'm not going to lie, I thought for the whole year that he was going to be one of our better players. Um, you know, he redshirted last year, a guard from South Charleston. It's been a little up and down for him this year, but that, I think it was his best game against Baylor. He had 15 points. The one thing, though, he turns the ball over consistent. I think he had a couple turnovers, and you just can't do that, three or four turnovers, and, and big times at the end when we were climbing back. So, I mean, he's got to learn to take care of the ball a little better, but I, I really like Napper's game. He can shoot. He's probably one of our most athletic players, along with Colliver. And, uh, oh, last thing before I forget, Muff, our guy Oscar, big-time recruit next year coming in, he's the only the second player to ever that's coming to WVU that's playing in the McDonald's All-American game. So that would be dope to see Oscar that playing crazy. that. Um, that's a big-time get for Hug. So I can't wait to see him on campus next year and play with Colliver, Napper, Haley, you know, all those guys. But, you know, as we mm -hmm. said a hundred times, we're still playing on it. We're going to root for him. And hopefully we can, we can maybe pull out something on, on this uh, on this trip to Knoxville this weekend. So Knoxville, Tennessee, you got to get you some barbecue. Finger looking good, man. <laughs> finger looking, finger looking, finger looking, finger looking. Remember, you, see, you ain't seen that commercial? I do remember that commercial. Five, no, 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 no. It, it was five buck bucks, five buck bucks, five buck bucks. Or it might have been both of them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Muff, did you get to see the NBA uh, all-star teams that they, well, I mean, the, the starters, I guess I would say? No, I didn't see all the starters. I just know they uh doing a draft again this year, ain't they? Yeah, they're, they're gonna they're gonna have that coming up. But they did announce the the starters. It is Kemba, Kyrie, Kawhi, the Greek Freak, and Joel Embiid. And then for the Western Conference, it is Steph, James Harden, the Beard, LeBron James, KD, and PG thirteen, Paul George. Um, LeBron's the captain for the one team for the Western and. The Greek Freaks, the captain for the Eastern, so they'll have that on television with the live draft. Boy, is LeBron gonna be playing with the um, with the injury still? Yeah, he's supposed to be coming back this week, um, this upcoming week, I should oh, say. So that's good. Yeah, he he's. I, I think they said he's he's basically healthy, but they just didn't want to rush him back, which is which is smart. Yeah. But besides James Harden, he's still on a tear, and I know a lot of people are saying his game's boring. A lot, a lot of people think that he pushes off, he gets a lot of calls, but still, at the end of the day, anytime you can score 60 points in the game, that's pretty, that's pretty unbelievable. So, yeah, that's amazing. The beard is that the beard can't fire. nobody guard you. Nah, it, it's it, icing your veins. It's impossible to guard him. Um, and then the other thing is Victor Oladipo. He's been having a great year for Indiana. They've been having a great year. Sadly, he's out for the year. He went down with the injury the other day, so that that kind of stinks because, he, like I said, he was playing at a really high level this year, as were the Pacers. Uh, so, what we'll to see if they get into any trade deadline stuff? As I mean, as we talked about last week, I mean, you'll see it all over Twitter, but there's going to be a lot of trades that happen. It's some of the funnest times in the NBA. That's that's what keeps it fun midseason to see what trades will happen. Um, and yeah, that's that. Do you, I'm trying to think. Do we have anything else NBA related that we want to talk about? Uh, not really, man. It, it was a, it was a really a James Harden type of week. That's all it was. <laughs> I feel like every 50, week. 50, 45, 60, 50, 52, 50, 52. It was going crazy. Yeah, what about what about Dirk, though? Dirk, last year in the league, mm -hmm. looks like he's going to be in the three-point contest. If he is in the three-point contest, we need to see Vince Carter in his last year in the dunk contest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely... Uh, I don't. That would be some nostalgia type stuff. You have to bring uh, Tim Duncan back to to uh, do the judging or something. Bring some OGs back. And then ha yeah, have Tim, Shaq, all those guys. But then, what if? Le I mean, of course he's not going to. But what if LeBron for the one time got in it too? That would yeah, that would be dope. I, I definitely don't think he would because 
you gotta be you gotta do some aero acrobatics to do the uh, the dunk contest nowadays. They done came up with so many creators. You might hurt himself again. I feel like that's the hardest part though. It's like it's like scary movies kinda that there's only so much you can do, you know? I feel like that's why some I feel like it's still awesome to watch, but at the same time, there's only so much I can do. Yeah. But like after after all the talent just came through there, man, like I, it's amazing to see people still actually come up with new dunks. Like, you gotta be so creative. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it though for sports. I think. Well, like I said, next week we're gonna have a bunch of stuff for the for the Super Bowl, and we'll have that earlier in the week so you guys can listen all week. We'll have a little bit longer episode with that. But let's get to your favorite part of the podcast, Muff. As always, you're now in Muffy's kitchen for Muff's recipe of the week. What you got for the listeners this week, Muff? This week, man, we got some sweet chili chicken. Ooh, slow down now, boy. You on your third place. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm telling you. And I'm going to do dramatic pauses all throughout this segment here. So you can really digest what I'm saying. Come on, man. Literally and metaphorically. Now I'm playing. We diving right in. You got sweet chili chicken, man. You can do this one of three ways, right? You can take your chicken, and first you want to marinate it in whatever seasons you want to go with. You know, this is a versatile dish. I'm not going to be too, um, you know, picky on it. Me personally, I'm just going to light garlic powder, a little seasoning salt, um, very, 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 very light uh, black, cracked black pepper, fresh peppercorns, um, just season overnight. And then we're going to make our sweet chili sauce. So you take some red chilies, you roll them up, you roll them up, you roll them up, you roll them up, just like you do a lemon. Just roll them up, roll them up, roll them up. Slice them, slice them, slice them, slice them, dice them. Get some nice even cuts on them, but you can make it rustic and just go crazy. Throw it in a bowl. Then you throw a little bit of a little bit of water, not too too much, um, just enough to be able to you know get the mix going. Um, like a dash of a little sugar. Um, then you want to get some fresh garlic, crush that up in there, and probably like two or three uh, teaspoons of vinegar in there. Boom, boom, boom. You mix it up. You mix it up. Mix it up. Salt the taste. And then you throw it on top, either the grilled chicken, you can take it off the drawers for and chop it up into some pieces, or you can leave it whole however you want to do it. You can throw it in the oven, throw the sauce over that, however you want to do it. Or if you want to go super crazy, you fry the chicken, or you can cut it up first, fry the chicken, make it all breaded nice and crispy, uh, toss it in the sauce, and then you go the veggies on the side with a little bit of sauce on it. You can put, you know, string beans, carrots, a little bit of broccoli, maybe some baby corn with it, throw it over the rice, man and get you a nice glass of water on the side. You feel me? Big facts. No cap. Ow. Huh. Okay, okay. Redemption week. You came back with, with a good one this week, man. I totally forgot that a couple people hit us up on Twitter. Thank you for the questions. Before we get into the top five meals to order on the first date from our guy, Nate. That rhyme. <laughs> Yo, Yang G, mixtape dropping this spring. <laughs> Be on the lookout. You already know what's going on. You already know it's going down. You already know how we coming. Shot yeah, man. <laughs> no, you know what? Let's hop into it right now. Top five meals to order on the first day. Our guy Nate asked us on Twitter. Ooh. And Nate, I would give you your at name, but I don't even know how to say your at name for real. You got to tell me how to say your at name. Is it with a Quacunali? At K. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's Quacunali or Quacunali. 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 Yeah, shout out our guy Nate. But he wants to know, top five meals to order on the first date. Muff, let's get it. Well, how, how we was debating earlier, it's like, really, it really depends on where you go. Like, is it upscale? Is it relaxed? Is it rustic? Is it down home? You can never go wrong with just getting some, like, like a little thing of ice cream, you know? Take and take get some ice cream, man. It says a lot about your personality, what flavor you like. It really does. What you think, Jim? That first date... You could go so many different options with it, and I guess the big thing is, Nate, is... Now, I know Nate's got a girl, but I guess that first question is, how, what, what are you seeing? Are you looking for marriage in this? What are you looking for in this in this first date? Because, and what I mean by that is, are you trying to show the fancy side of you, even though, you know, like me and you, we, we be balling on the budget sometimes. Uh, I mean, we might be eating some ramen one day, but the next day we might go all out and get some oysters. You don't know about us. Well, wow. <laughs> you get my point, though, Muff? Because With I that feel like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Friday, yeah. we might be getting something good, but come through to Wednesday, Thursday, we might be eating ramen. But, um, but yeah. Nate, to answer the question, I guess it just depends. Like I said, 
I could see the best being a nice pasta. Nothing crazy. You don't want to get so you don't want to get too sauced up. But you know, you definitely can't do red down. sauce. You definitely can't do red sauce. No, don't do. Just do a nice Alfredo. It depends if you want to take her to a chain, take her him, whatever. Or even uh, like a scampi garlic butter sauce type joint. Yeah, something something chill. Make them make them think you different. <laughs> you could do that, and then when when you get the cheese Throw the on napkin top, in your lap. just tell them just tell them to keep going. Don't even don't even do nothing. But I could see that another nah, one. Another what about is, sushi. Is, you just you could do yeah. Millennials love sushi. I like I like sushi too. I like that spicy crab roll. Everybody like the spicy crab roll. But you could get the fancy look, muff. You could get yeah. the fancy way. Or you could just go for appetizers. Just could. go for appetizers somewhere. Mott sticks, some calamari, maybe some cheese fries. Quesadilla. Just keep it. You know what I mean? Quesadilla. Keep it cool. Maybe some chicken tent. Like, yo, mix it up. You can even go some tapas. Mix it up. See, my point is, though, if you get the sushi, you know, you could use the chopsticks and look all fancy. So I guess it depends mm -hmm. what type of tone you're trying to set from that first date. Or you could do the future chicken wings and fries. Chicken well, then you ain't going on dates. You ain't going on dates. <laughs> Top yeah. five is hard, Nate. That's a, that's probably one of the better questions that we had in a long time. I I think that pasta though is at the top. Yeah, I know that's not. I would pie, say but I think that's at least the top. I would one. say I would say a slice of za pizza. You can't go wrong um, with pizza, taco or or like just some some appetizers probably. I, I think you I think you hit it too with the dessert. I mean, ice cream, even a coffee, something chill. I mean, that's what you're trying to do, eh? <laughs> something chill, man. And it went to dessert. You as well. well good, yeah. good question, Nate. Be sure to check out Nate's podcast. Mm -hmm. Say less, the podcast. Shout out. Good dude. Say less. Great question. As I'm saying that, I look at her Twitter, and the first thing I see, Muff, is DMX will be released from prison tomorrow. That's another win. <coughs> That's another win. <laughs> yeah, his ass Shout out to DMX too. also. Shout out to DMX. Now, Muff, let's get back right into the food. I saw something that you'd be very intrigued in. Not saying that you're having a kid, but you can now do a lasagna gender reveal. I remember when we first started back, we talked about gender reveals, saying that if you're if you're gonna do it, you gotta be all in on it. You know what I'm saying? That's normal. The gender of my child, the same color lasagna. So I guess the Villa Italian Kitchen they launched this gender reveal lasagna, right? For hundred and forty dollars, mm -hmm. you and your family can reveal and perceive gender idea of your unborn fetus with this surprise announcement dictated by the food colored cheese and a layer of meat casserole. Worried about the carbs? The package also comes from a salad of your choice. Garden, Caesar, or Greek. Now, Muff, that's probably the first thing that I ever you know read what? off the internet, but I had to get that right so you guys can get the right details. That is a high-class finesse because all you... I don't a know if you ever did it in on, elementary school, pasta, right? five-layer pasta? That's like 10 bucks. Get out of here. No, 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 no. Listen, listen to this, though. Listen to this. Listen to how, how finessing they, they, they try and get you. So they get you in, in, in elementary talking about some green eggs and ham, right? They take some food dye and throw it up in the, in the egg. It's green, of course, right? So they take this $10-ass pan of lasagna. Probably really less. Actually, no, it's probably 10 if you get kind of the cheese and everything like that, depending on how many pounds of pan it is, and you take the circumference of it, and then you multiply it by pi, and then you really, yeah, it might be like 12, 36, something like that, when you factor in the color of food coloring. But you throw some food coloring in there and charge them 140. Hey, they're, they're worse than the uh, Fry Fest people, old Billy's ass. <laughs> Don't eat, yo, that joint was wild. And it's crazy because I was I remember that uh, that sandwich that was circulating around. Oh my gosh. With the two slices of bread and that cheese on it. It was look, it was it was nothing it was cheese, lettuce, and tomato oh my on gosh. a dry wheat bread look i'm not even gonna clown the people that went to it but how are you gonna pay let's say anywhere from three to 25 grand and you're eating bread and cheese that's that's hilarious bro i'm sorry that is hilarious <laughs> bro i'm dead i'm dead bro like they was out there <laughs> they was out there, they was out there like Survivor, yo. Like, they was out there, like, no, like, legitimately like the Hunger Games, yo. I I literally just watched this joint. I have never been so weak, like. And, and, and Ja Rule yo. would be in it, too. That's the funniest part. He act, He's acting like it's not fraud. He's saying it's false advertisement. That's essentially fraud, Ja Rule. I'm sorry. That's why me. 50 Cent be trolling them right now. I, I, I can't wait till 50 gets a hold of this. I, I don't know if he put something up yet or not, but I know he's going to troll him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm I'm legitimately so weak right now, yo. Like, just thinking about this joint. Like, who in their right mind? Who in their right mind, bro? There Did you watch no the way. Netflix one or the Hulu one? Oh, uh, the Netflix joint. Yeah, the, the Netflix, I thought the next the Netflix one was better, but it was different. Yeah, no, the, the the Hulu one was more, in, I guess, uh, informational because they did interviews with Billy. But the funniest part was Billy's how he forgot his keys. Like they had, he said he had the keys to all these houses, over 250 uh, houses for mm -hmm. the influencer stuff. But somehow they lost the keys. And you know, if you were shooting that, there's no way that you'd believe that. Like that was the that was the funniest no part about that. Um, but yeah, I'm sure you guys saw that. If not, <laughs> definitely go watch it. Get yourself a laugh. I'm not even gonna I'm tell y'all about yo. the one dude, man, that was that was gonna risk it for the team, man, for the bruh, water. that joint, yo, Garrett, I had, bro, that joint literally has set me up, yo. Like, oh, I'm my. telling you, buddy was willing to go. I'm telling you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta respect the guy. You gotta respect. They different. Him. No, you don't. <laughs> buddy is different, <laughs> bro. Come on, well, man. Let's talk about the robots that are going to be delivering food and drinks on George Mason University's campus in Virginia. Essentially, man, they got these white robot things going around campus. At first, I was saying that it wasn't going to work, but it's definitely going to work, and they got these things going around. Uh, you can get Starbucks, Blaze Pizza, Dunkin' Donuts. It's, just, it's only going to cost you $2 extra, but basically, it'll bring it right to you. Now, I guess some guy is going to be watching and in a control room and these things have cameras that can sense they can go up curbs they can go on sidewalks they can go around people but i'm telling you muff you know someone on campus is just gonna just hit it with a baseball bat or something random is the guy gonna come nothing, out the control room how is that gonna work nothing's gonna be more satisfying if i'm as if a millennial's back there watching right somebody pick up their starbucks with their name spell wrong in that joint that joint is probably gonna be the weakest like it's gonna have you so weak but i say bet if they got robots delivering, bet. I'm about to order some stuff now. Everything. I'm telling you, nobody gonna leave the house in like in like ten years. Nobody's gonna leave. Really, in like five, ten years. I know nobody's you're gonna leave the house. About that. And I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on nobody's that. leaving the house, bro. There's every everything is going to happen, and it's gonna get delivered to you. Yep. Muff. Mm -hmm. I came in today's episode right. You already know. You already know how I was feeling about this new J Cole. We haven't even got to discuss it yet. I should have. I should have started from the beginning with it, but I didn't want to bore you guys for two hours if you're not hip hop fans or J Cole fans. With that said, let's read off a couple more of these Twitter questions before we finish off with the J Cole new track, Middle Child. Our guy at Rich Twenty Seven F. Shout out to you, Rich. Um, he chimes up with us a good bit. Shout good out to Rich. He said. I heard rumblings about the football team, talking about West Virginia, and maybe that all the athletics are getting a refresh in terms of uniforms, etc. I've been waiting for this for some time now. Should WVU switch things up? Hashtag 100%. 100%. 100%. Give us the all-black unis. Yeah, shout out to J-Flow. I'm with that, but I'm with Rich also. Let's, let's switch it up. My pet peeve with the with the football jerseys, Rich, is that I don't like the the numbers on it. It's it's I get it. You're trying to do something edgy, something different. But to me, it's it's too much. Different lines. You know what I'm talking about, Muff, on the football jerseys, like the seven. It doesn't even look like a seven. Yeah. Like there's there's just too much going on for me. I don't know. How do you feel about the football jerseys? What should they do different, maybe? I I like the overall idea of it, but I feel like like I said, man. I wish there was some more black and they make it look more like a little more like. Rugged, like, all right, we about to come out here and like really go crazy. Did you crazy. like the gray ones? Did you remember I'm, the old I'm, gray ones? Did you the, like the, the gray one was my least favorite. I'm the navy one is definitely my all time favorite, just the old navy. Yeah, um, the and then probably blue. yeah, but then I, I do like the, the gray pants with the with the navy uh, top. I think that joint was crazy, and then the navy bottom with the uh, with the uh, white top. I think that's one of the best ones, and all white for real, but. Yeah, I like the Stormtrooper white. I do, too. But I'm definitely saying, All I, Navy is my favorite one. I'm just saying, I think you don't have to go straight Penn State stemple, but I do think that if you dumb it down a little bit and make the design, just make the whole layout better. I'm with Rich. I just think it's time for a change with that. He he followed up by saying, um, been waiting for this to happen. New coach, new threads. Out with the old, in with the new. I'm, I'm all for it. Something I would love to see for the basketball team is to go straight Jordan. I know Hugs, now he, you know he's got that little general deal for sure. So he's wearing the little general pullover. But for a while, uh, Hugs was... 
Hux was wearing the all black uh, West Virginia Jordan collab. And, you know, I never saw, I never got to see that in store. So that would be sick. You know, someone like Hugs being the guy that he is and how prestigious, you know, he could get that Jordan deal on. Um, it would be cool to see us get the, get the Jordan collab for the uniforms. Yeah, get some 17s on the court, get some 11s, get some, get some ones. Oh, Muff, did you see with the, with the, you know, how they do the coaches for cancer and they wear the shoes? Roy Williams was wearing the off white true blues the other day uh, for north carolina we need to get hugs a pair we got to get hugs a pair off whites or as you said some jordans some mm -hmm. 13s maybe a, maybe a pair of uh i could see him in th a pair of threes maybe we got we got to be able to put his uh his face like on the sole of the shoe you know how i think it was the first ai answers they had his face inside the shoe do that for us yeah we need we need to get geiger to make a custom pair for him we need to talk to him about that yeah shout big out geiger. shout out to him um thanks for the qu question rich uh one more question uh, we got a couple our guy our guy uh young young you know nick allen nick abbert shout out to our oh, guy you nick man, huh? <laughs> shout out nick. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna save this one nick nick asked uh best 90s bangers but we can go on all day about this and i do want to get to the j cole um so we'll, we'll save that one eb uh, for next week appreciate you chiming as always brother we'll get you on here let's go from brock j ones our guy brock he said Talk to me about Smith, Juju, 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 old Juju, showing up late to Pro Bowl practice, and AB's new blonde mustache. Now, Brock, I know you're a Bengals fan, but I can't even hate right now. The Steelers, as I've said, is in turmoil. I don't know what's going on with our team. I think Ben, AB, Le'Veon, front of office, everyone's to blame. Everyone's got a part in it. I would get on Smith Schuster, but I don't think that's that big of a deal being that Pro Bowl late. Now, AB's new blonde mustache that you want me to talk about. AB, I don't know what's going on, AB. I, I don't, I'm not. He might be going through a midlife crisis. Oh, he's going through it, Muff. Through everything, I have no clue. I mean, just from the tweeting, from the trolling, all that, I have no clue what AB's on. I, I'm, I'm saying trade AB, honestly. I mean, for me, it's over at this point with that. Just let it go. Trade him. Try to get some good defensive players. I don't know what's going on with AB, man. I, I wish I could tell you, Brock. Uh, trade us. Trade us Tyler Boyd and uh, and Joe Mixon, a couple people. We'll give you AB. Uh, so, so yeah, we might be right next to your Bengals next year. I don't know. I really have no. I have no thoughts on that right now. I'm I'm just rooting for the Rams with the Super Bowl, man. So, but thanks for chiming in as always, Brock. We appreciate Shout you. Shout out, to Brock. You good, team money. I'm writing down names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real one's been dying, the fake ones is lit. The game yeah, is all bad. Let's get into it, Muff. J. Cole, one of my favorites, as you know, if you don't know, now you know, has released a new single coming off the recent Revenge of the Dreamers taping where him and a lot of artists were in a studio in Atlanta for 10 days. Uh I don't know if this was recorded then or before that, but it is called Middle Child. He dropped the song before he did that. He dropped a lot of photos with kids that were middle child, like the Greek Freak, um, A-Rod, a bunch of people. And yeah, I'm really feeling this new track, Muff. I'm really happy that mm -hmm. he's putting out new music. And it's a banger, but it's not a forced banger. It's not something that you know they knew would get radio play, but it's something that's going to be on top of the charts. And it's also something that you could play anywhere. And for me, that's the definition of a good song. So yeah. I'm happy with it. Play in the gym, you play it in the car, you play it while you're studying, you play it while you're cooking, doing whatever, and it's definitely a good one. It's definitely like when the beat drop, man, it, it gives you that kind of like that classic cold feel. If I'm making a basketball warm up, if I was take me back to my old high school, me, I'm putting that right at the beginning, man. That's like an anthem, you know, mm -hmm. when that beat drops and it kicks in right there, it's an anthem. And I don't know, man, like I said, I'm just happy to see him back making music. I think it's going to be a huge year for him, but I think. You know, people thought he was content to where he's at, but then he's pulling out I'm the best and he's ready to back it up. I know he's I, I know he's in the top tier, but for other people that, you know, thought he was slacking or making music, he people forget J. Cole's got bars. Just because mm -hmm. he makes music with some melodies, he's making other music that is where he's at in his life. Believe me, he's got bars, and I think people forget that. He's gonna let him know that if anyone, you know, we can dissect a little bit. Uh, we can pull up the lyrics, but mm -hmm. but I, I do want to hear your thoughts can, from a from a, someone that doesn't listen to Cole on a daily. 
Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I definitely don't listen to them on a daily, but I do listen to them every once in a while. Um, I've really found myself listening to like some of the older things, especially especially stuff that like I listen to when you know I'm riding in your whip or or we back in, in Morgantown or something like that because it brings back those like that nostalgia, that feeling. But like this song to me, he's like he's kind of just talking about how he's in between everything, you know how some of his like old life he's getting reminders of that but this new life that he wants to go towards and like things that he used to think but now that he thinks so he's still kind of stuck in between like which way not which way should i go but it's like i could go either way realistically if i wanted to especially you know we talking about like i'm the i'm the little bro but i'm still the big bro when i'm built like the big homie like i don't know i feel like i feel like the whole song he's going back and forth like i used to do this but i'm now i'm doing that or i used to think this but now i think that you know yeah, the, the beginning of that second verse, he says, I'm dead in the middle of two generations. I'm little bro and big bro all at once. Just left the lab with young 21 Savage. I'm about to go meet Jigga for lunch. And, I mean, yeah, that's essentially what he's, I mean, it's the lyrics mm -hmm. right there for you, but that's what he, I'm, I fully agree with you. When you're breaking it down, he's saying he's that He's that middle ground right there. He's a little bit, he's, he's pretty mature, especially, you know, everything that he's been advocating throughout the years and mm -hmm. trying to look out for people but at the same time he, he's that light of hope he, you know, yeah. he he's kind of he's kind of getting the knowledge from people he still looks not necessarily looks up to but looks towards for guidance and he's taking it back to someone who wants that knowledge and doesn't necessarily you know get it on the daily you know but but let's let's go back to the first verse a little bit and he's saying that if he's if, if i smoke a rapper it's going to be legit it won't be for clout it won't be for fame it won't be because my shit ain't selling the same it won't be to sell you my latest little sneakers to me, that's definitely at yay. I mean, that's what a lot of people... Some people was taking it at Pusha T on that, but I don't think Pusha T... Because before that, he says, this watch came from Drizzy. I just put the Roly right on back on my wrist. This watch came from Drizzy. He gave me a gift. But look, I, I don't think that anything was at Pusha T. I think those guys respect each other for how good they are. I do think that was a bit at yay, of course, because yay with the album... Kanye with the album yay you know didn't sell as well didn't it kind of mm. underwhelming for people and then of course yay's gonna come around when he's selling especially his sneakers now i did see some takes that said that j cole um only comes around when he's trying to sell his album stuff but the only thing about that i will say is that i feel like j cole is a little bit more low-key and he's not really on the internet i mean he's not even on he doesn't really even on any type of social media um so I, I don't see nothing wrong with with either you know people pushing promoting whether it's whether it's kanye with the shoes even but i mean i know i get it a lot of people think that kanye says wild stuff around when he's trying to do something so mm -hmm. it was some subliminals i don't think it's anything crazy but i do think cole's just saying hey like he's he's there's a lot of people know that he's the real deal especially when it comes as i said i don't think some people respect his bars because he doesn't all the time just give mm -hmm. you straight rap and he's giving you some melodies and hooks and all that so yeah i think i think it i think it could also symbolize him in in the midst of trying to you know be humble and, and keep it calm but also trying to talk what he talks you know and i feel like he's in the middle of that too but i feel like he, he's about to just let it go you know he's about to just let him know what's, what's going on yeah again like i said i think people caught him and and thought that he was content and I think he is content because, as I said, I think he's doing more than just music now. He, he's getting on a bigger level than just music. As we say, the top tier, him, Kendrick, Drake. But with that, he's he's approaching it as, yeah, I'm in the middle ground, but I'm I'm here. The, the, the young people, get your money, do your thing. The old people, thanks for paving the way. But I'm I'm right here. I'm, I'm in the greats right now. So it was good to hear from Cole. And as always, I always say that the biggest letdown for him and us is sometimes their beat selection. I know Cole makes a lot of zone beats, but for me, it was good to hear him on a T-minus beat, which was, I think, helped make the song what it is. So I, I like hearing Cole on a different selection of beats. As we saw him, he just killed this last year on every feature that he was on, and none of those were his beats. I'm, I, 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 let me, I don't know, I'd have to check on that, but I'm not sure. I don't think any of those were his beats. So in my eyes, it's good to hear Cole on, on something else. It's refreshing to hear that. Big facts, big facts. Muff, I had to get that out of my system because you know I'm the, I'm the biggest Cole fan. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts though? Like I said, I think he's gonna have a big year, but I, you know, I definitely want to hear from you if there's anything else that you got from the song or that you, I think, you know, what I'm saying want to want to leave with. I think this is the the start of a long line of positive things that he's gonna be a part of this year, not just himself, but 
things that he has his whole hands Dreamville. on. Yeah, whole Dreamville. I agree. And everything. The whole Dreamville, so I think man. this is going to be the, the start of all. I think we saw Cole be on the backside of, of just hanging hanging back, as I said, doing more than just music, doing family things. Whatever he had going on, he's been doing. But I think this year he's putting the pedal pedal to the metal, putting the pedal down, and really getting to it. I don't think he's going to let off it either. I think it's going to be a big year for J. Cole. I think he's just he's just going for that another tier. It's almost he, he's, he makes a, some LeBron references, and I think it's like LeBron even. We know LeBron. He, he wants to tap into the legendary status. He wants to be you in the talks. Tap into legendary. He wants to be in the talks. And and bring your bring your bring your your friends with you. And I think that's there's nothing more you can you can uh, ask for with that, man. Facts. If you bring the whole community up. Now, Muff, before we get off here, I did want to ask you one thing. I saw on Twitter this question, and I know you're goofy, so I had to ask you: What job would you have if it was up to your five-year-old self? Damn, that's crazy. That's crazy to think about. Um, you 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 in kindergarten? Are you in first grade? No, you in kindergarten? Yeah, somewhere at, around kindergarten. At five. What was I doing at five? No, I I wasn't. I just. No, I was playing backyard sports, dude. I probably would have been a Power Ranger, honestly. I honestly would have been a Power Ranger. What color are you going to be? I would have been a red. Red Power Ranger. Either, either Yeah, the, I would have been a Red Ranger or the White Ranger. Okay. But more like I'm not mad Red at Ranger. that. That's my favorite color. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I, I'm trying to think what I'd be. I'd probably try to be like Batman or something. Mm-hmm. I saw one reply that said it'd be a police clown. A, a, a clown policeman. Cause, cause, cause you. I mean, like, don't. Essentially, what he's saying is, you know how people just, we just be making up random stuff. Like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna be a clown. Like, I'm gonna have a red nose, but I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be a police dog. That's what I saw one be like. That'd be funny. Bro, that's every week. Uh, one dude said, I'm gonna be. So, I want to be Sonic the Hedgehog. I like that one too. Yeah, Sonic. That that game used to go crazy on Dreamcast. Yeah, it did, Muff. Yes, it did. No, um, I, I definitely would have been a Power Ranger. Dang. Well, Muff, as we said, this has been episode 36. Is there anything that you want to close with this week on the Day One Lights Down Friends, the podcast? Did y'all drink y'all's orange juice this morning? Because I'm talking to you. And if nope. you still listen, I'm talking to you. Did you drink your orange juice in the morning? Nope. <laughs> no, look, look, look. Garrett, don't, don't listen to them because I'm going to talk to them personally right now. This is one on one right here, man. Listen what I'm telling you, bro. Like, just drink your orange juice in the morning. Stop getting sick, cause you know what I mean. It's no fun being sick. So make sure you're doing that. Make sure you're drinking your water, man. And did, did you eat? Did you eat? Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. If you didn't eat, make sure you check the the food recipe of the week. Did Did you subscribe? Garrett, where where, where can they subscribe at? Tell them one more time. Man, just get on the Apple Podcast app, that purple app on your phone. Don't say you don't got it, cause you got it. You, you got get it, it for free. Make sure to subscribe to us and just leave us a five star. I mean, you can leave us any star, but you might you might as well since you're there, just leave us a five star. I mean, it's not gonna hurt you. You can leave a review. You can write something fun, something cool if you want to. We would appreciate that because we do have some exciting stuff in the works, talking to some people that make it happen. So your help to help that happen would be great. And five stars help us do that. So thank you. Cut. What's on my dome? Still so sick of moving backwards. I'm gonna get this on my own. More shots that you act as I can feel this in my bones. It's madness in my home. Grandfather treading past until my old head stay strong, stay focused. Prove them wrong. Better chill on this tobacco. Last year was just a blur.